0: Listeners, and welcome to Journey Abroad. I'm so happy that you're joining me on this journey. My name is Rifilua Mbai, and I am your host. So, a little bit about me I was born and raised in Botswana, and I am currently based in Montreal, in Quebec, in Canada, doing my Masters of Science in Neuroscience at McGill University. So my journey from Botswana to Montreal was by no means linear. I did my high schooling in Botswana until I got a scholarship from my high school, Morobula School, based in Khabarone, to do my final year of high school at Menlo School in Atherton, California. So I was one of eight students selected from Morobula to do this final year abroad, and the purpose of the scholarship is to help us apply to U.S. schools. So I applied to a number of schools in the U.S., including one Canadian school, McGill University, and picked McGill because even after the funding that I received from other schools, McGill turned out to be cheaper. In retrospect, this year abroad was a wonderful opportunity. I got to experience life abroad in California, which was great. I learned so much while at Menlo and I also got to test out different interests. So I took classes like Intro to Law and Anatomy, which were not offered at my high school and gave me a better sense of what it is that I wanted to study once I got to university. I also made friends who I am still in contact with. So it was really just such a wonderful experience. However, at the time, I found it to be the most challenging thing I'd ever experienced. Everything was just so different, the culture, the food, uh, the environment, the way people communicate with each other, just everything was so different from what I was used to. I experienced culture shock, um, especially that this was my first time away from home for such an extended period. And it was also the first time that I was in a space with so few people who looked like me. There were probably five out of 135 people in my graduating class who were black. So I felt very black for the first time in my life. Whereas growing up, I was so used to being surrounded by other black people. What also made this year challenging was that within the first four months of being there, I had to apply to college. So it was quite stressful. This year felt very destabilizing. So at the end of it, I decided to take a gap year to do some self-exploration and pre stabilizing I guess. So I deferred my application for McGill. This was helpful to me because I wasn't sure what I wanted to study. I was questioning my identity and just how I choose to present myself to the world. So I felt like I really needed this time off. So I taught swimming for a year to children ages two and above, which was a very rewarding experience. Now, the end of my gap year rolled around and I still didn't feel ready to go to McGill. So I canceled my enrollment and decided that I would apply to schools closer to home. So I applied to schools in South Africa as well as the University of Botswana. And during this year, I decided to switch from teaching swimming to teaching ballet. I didn't get into any of the universities that I applied to in South Africa, which probably is a good thing because I applied to architecture, which I now know I definitely am not interested in, but it was just very shocking and very confusing to me as to what I should do next. I also never heard back from the University of Botswana. I think my application got lost or something, but I just I paid and I applied and I just never heard back. So... I was just at this point, I was very panicked and confused and didn't know what to do and felt like I wasn't going to go to university. But then my mom recommended I reapply to McGill. I reapply to McGill, got in again. And she said, look, take this as a sign from the universe. This is the path that you're meant to go on. You are meant to be in Montreal. Go for it. So I packed my bags, moved to Montreal, and started my undergraduate degree in psychology. The adjustment to Montreal was much easier, so I'd already done a big move, and I was more open to change. I was also three years older than when I moved to California, so I was much older, and I'd taken some time to really grow up and understand myself better. The biggest adjustment, however was the winter. I was somewhat prepared for the cold because several people had told me that Montreal gets really, really cold. I'd also looked it up. I don't know that I was emotionally prepared for the cold, though, but I'm adapting, still adapting. One thing that I wasn't prepared for, however, about the winters in Montreal was the lack of sun. More so just how sad the lack of sun would make me. That first winter, I I was so sad. It was very confusing to me. It took me seeing a therapist to understand that I need to be taking vitamin D to offset the lack of sun that we're experiencing in the winter months. There were other challenges along the way that come with being far away from home. So as I mentioned earlier, living in Botswana, I was in the racial majority, and now moving to Canada, as in the US, I was in the racial minority, and now having to navigate language and conversations about race that I never had to do before. I've also had challenges finding my tribe, my people, my support group, so that has made me being in Montreal a little bit of an isolating experience. And also being the only person from my family to be living and studying abroad, I felt an immense amount of pressure to do well as the representative of not only my family, but also my country. So just a lot of pressure in this new environment that I was in. But despite these challenges, I've quite enjoyed living abroad. I've been exposed to research, which I now know that I love, especially neuroscience research. I've also met some wonderful people and had some amazing mentors along the way. I've been able to see landscapes that didn't exist in Botswana and just travel to new places, see more of Canada. And I fell in love. So it really isn't all doom and gloom. But this brings me to the reason behind this podcast. I, I know that I'm not alone in facing these challenges. I'm hoping that with this podcast, Journey Abroad, I can share the stories of other Africans studying, living, and thriving abroad, and really just make the African voice heard. So, hopefully, through these stories, inspire young Africans hoping to also venture abroad. I also would like to create a space for Africans to share and celebrate their cultures, and through that, create a community between the guests and the listeners. And lastly, with the help of my guests, I'd like to share tips and tricks about how to navigate the challenges that exist being an African abroad. So each episode will feature a different guest who will share their journey from their home country to their current country of residence. A new episode will be released every two weeks. My hope is that this podcast will be helpful to some people, whether you're thinking about moving abroad, whether you're already abroad and trying to find your community or whether you just need some help navigating all of these situations and these challenges. So if you would like to join me on this journey, follow, like, and subscribe on whatever platform it is that you choose to listen to podcasts on. You can also keep up to date with the podcast on Instagram at journeyabroad underscore podcast or on Twitter at journeyabroad underscore. Also, share this podcast with someone who you think might benefit from it. Until next time, stay well. Salang simple.